All right, I just concealed the Cheetos. Welcome back to another episode of the most diverse podcast ever. I'm your host, Devin for today's episode. I'm Jacob. Oh, yeah, we got to do the thing, yeah. Oh, yeah, I'm Carson. I'm wait, no, wait, wait, hold on. Right? We probably should get out the part where we said our last names. Oh, <laughs> that would, true. That, that would, I'm, you know what, I'm going to go in and post and I'm going to bleep that out. <laughs> so for some, just before we get into the episode, I'd like to do some, uh, real quick, some podcast news. I accidentally uploaded this to everything other than Spotify, so if you're listening to this on something else, I didn't mean to do that. That's my bad. And, um... <laughs> I found another podcast on Podcast Index called The Most Diverse Podcast in Seattle. But I think we still beat them because we're the most diverse podcast ever. Okay. I mean, the funny thing is I've never found another podcast that has that name. So, I mean, like, couldn't you just be like the most diverse podcast in Washington? True. This one takes place in um, New York. Okay. I'll I say love, that I love going. I love living in New York so much. <laughs> yes. Gonna, yeah, gonna, how about we do that? Bro? I'm just gonna have it so that we live in New York. Um. So, Devin, go on with our episode. Give us a general synopsis. Okay. So of, I uh, the, the movie. So the movie is based on Tanya Harding, and Tanya Harding is an actual real life figure skater, former Olympic figure skater. Well, kinda. Uh, <laughs> I mean, in the movies. Yeah, well, yeah. Like, okay. So basically, what happened in the movie was that there. Wait, spoilers! 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 Yeah, there spoilers. are spoilers. Yeah, for life too, because this is like heavily based on fact. For life? Yeah. What are you talking about? Like, talking to the microphone. It, what is? Yeah, it? like. Never mind. Just forget. Come on, it. Go on keep going. What is this? Well, this for life or what does that mean? <laughs> I don't know. Is it like because it's real? Yeah, that's what I meant. Okay, oh yeah. So, so if you're, if uh, if I whenever I listen to sp- the history podcast, they always say spoilers. Oh. <laughs> they're like oh they're like okay now we're gonna talk about the Greek, the Greek um, battles and they're like spoilers. This even though it, it actually happened. happened. Yeah. Oh. It's like when they're talking about like whether or not a president got elected. I get like, it. Spoilers. Spoilers. This is what happened. Yeah, this but is like, what happened. Yeah. You already know what happened. Because yeah, it's <laughs> Carson's just staring off into space, <laughs> just shitting on her. Uh, I Tanya is based on Tanya Harding, uh, a real life Olympic figure skater, and basically there was uh, a little incident when Tanya was competing against Tracy. Is it Tracy Kerrigan? I believe Nancy Kerrigan. Na- Nancy Na- Kerrigan. Wait, hold on. Nancy Kerrigan is Nancy the, Kerrigan. Yeah. And um, Nancy Kerrigan was actually assaulted. Okay. Here's where things get kind of mixed up because I did research on it before, but I kind of forgot some of it. In the movie, they say that Tanya Harding's husband did it. Carl, I believe his name was. No, his name was Jeff Galuli. And Jeff Galuli? Yeah, his, and his friend's name was Sean Eckhart. Sean Eckhart. Okay. So... Is that what happened in real life, or did Tanya? Or no, it, that's what happened in real life. Okay, like, literally, I looked it up. It's like almost completely accurate. So I just don't understand. Oh, I think the confusion comes from real life. If Tanya was an accomplice in planning this assault on Nancy, was she actually an accomplice in planning? I have no idea, and that's why she got disqualified. Well, maybe. Okay, so maybe she actually did but they just didn't show it in the movie or like there was because like maybe she lied about her story or something who knows like 
that's the only part about the movie that like I wasn't sure on. Yeah, and then basically it's about like Tanya Harding's life as a figure skater. Yeah. And her like um I guess accomplishments and the whole thing with her mother. Yeah. I think that was an interesting dynamic in the movie to add. By the way, Allison Janney is amazing. Yes, she is. She did a great job. The actress who played uh, the mother. Really? Yeah. I thought it was in... Should we start with the opinions? Because that's what we usually do. Because we just gave a general synopsis of the movie. It's about her life and then her husband and her his friend planning to beat some lady up and then like her downfall. Yeah, basically. I feel like the general synopsis of the movie is very hard to do because it, it is a real life story. You yeah, know? it's we a biopic. Right, it's a biopic. So you kind of know what happened. But it, it it's a good way to see how it's portrayed and how, you know, modern day people, you know, or modern day media portray something that happened you know what 20 30 years ago it was yeah it was it was in like the 80s and the funny thing is the whole thing she was 23 i thought so much more at time had passed yeah like it was throughout yeah. the entire thing it seemed like she was 30 but i mean yes. Margot, Margot robbie did a good job she did a great job I did, she well, really one did say, one thing i will say though i am a, was a bit annoyed at the all the like all the swearing like that was i swear all the time all right I, yeah, and okay. that, in that movie, like, like the every time they said it, it is just like, eh, it gets, it's just annoying. It's so one like, thing I think the movie just, it the movie was a little cringy, if that makes sense. Like, I guess yeah, that makes it sense. It could be slightly cringy at points where like the dialogue didn't really match up to like, I don't know how to explain it. It just kind of felt a little forced almost. So now we're going to get into something where Carson can't stop me from talking. So, <laughs> so not, while I think this movie is a biopic, it does serve a good, like, version of a biopic. That's, like, biopic drama. I think they should add, like, another... I think it deserves another, uh, like, another genre thing to it. I mm-hmm. think it deserves mafia. <laughs> I think it, it, it highlights the, the mentally disabled mafia in America that I think a lot of us overlook... Because, um, like, you know how there was, like, Sean Egghart who was calling his mentally disabled friends to beat some lady up? And he's walking through the hallways. He's like, don't, ma- don't, they can't see your eyes. They can't see your eyes. I thought that was, like, <laughs> it's like, repeatedly moving his car. I was like, there's no way these guys are, like, not the same as Sean. Oh, my God. That's crazy. I think that is a an important... And Carson, I swear to God, if you're gonna talk, you're gonna talk into the pot. You're talking into the microphone, and you're not gonna talk about whatever crossword puzzle you're doing. She's staring at me now <laughs> with no words. Okay, the so, silence is loud. Um, I thought that was like a a pretty decent thing with the movie. The whole thing was just caused by because this guy was like kind of like thought he was that cool like either yes he was quite just, literally like the whole plot was driven by that i'd say that like every movie has that thing where it's like the plot is driven by something and yes. sean egghart just being like this like okay i can't say that um sean egghart just trying to get like trying to be really cool is just the whole reason for this movie. This whole lady's life. She did a triple axe. First woman to ever do that. Yes. And some mentally disabled dude ruined her life. And I think, personally, that is hilarious. 
Yeah. Wow, you have a dark sense of humor. <laughs> Talking to the microphone. I thought that the movie. I want a new Christmas sweater. <laughs> All right, so that's what I thought of the movie. I thought it was a, a good mentally disabled mafia. So um, now let's move on to. Yeah, I didn't say my opinion. Yeah, I said now let's move on to Carson. Oh. I was literally about <laughs> to say because <laughs> yeah, you know what? I, how about we move on to Devin now that you're just being an ad- okay. Okay, no, let's move on to Carson. Okay, Carson, so give us your opinion because we're gonna do Devin last because he's the host. Okay, so I liked the movie a lot. Um, I thought the acting was really good. I actually was surprised on how accurate it was based on like some articles I read pretty accurate um what's that look for what do you mean what's that look keep going okay, okay, no, my hand. um but yeah i really liked it the acting was really good um i liked the how they did like the interviews um the oh, that was good filmmaking uh, yeah that yeah. was really good that was really creative that was like a creative way to do it i feel like there's just one actor so i feel like we see often, but I feel like she doesn't get a lot of recognition, and her name is McKenna Gray. She played the younger Tana, Tanya Harding at the beginning. Oh, wait. Was she the one that looked like Emma Stone? Emma Watson? Emma Watson. Yeah. Yeah, she was like, oh she looks so much like Emma she's Watson. So, she's a good actress. I remember we used to see her on that one Disney XD show, Crash and Bernstein, and then I saw her in like... Bernstein? Other it's a Disney XD show. <laughs> Carson watches Disney. I can't believe it. When I was younger. Oh, she re- remember. I think she... I don't even I think she's she as old as I us. I love Disney. I'm older than you, but Devin, how old are you? I'm 17. Yes, oh, I'm I'm the youngest one here. <laughs> oh, we're, oh, yeah, age reveal. <laughs> age <laughs> reveal, 16. Carson's uh, other ones are older than me. And I am still taller than one of you. <laughs> I, think, I don't know. Well, I think women are short. The, yeah, they tend to be shorter. Women are just short and less than that than us. Have you ever met a volleyball player? Like a D1 volleyball player? I have. My sister's my sister's best friend is this, like, Swedish volleyball player. Really? And she's, like, 6'5". Really? <laughs> yeah, nice. I love girls who are, like, super tall and, like, who play volleyball. I, like, I don't know why. Or even basketball. I think it's so cool. I'm, like... That's awesome. Go well, get them. You go, girl. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so let's go back to the movie. Speaking of talented women. Speaking of talented women. Um, not Tanya Harding. Because <laughs> she's, <laughs> um, she's disqualified. She's disqualified for beating a woman. But I see when it's like the whole thing. She was like, when when I get hit, it was fine. When Nancy Kerrigan hit, gets hit, it's terrible. It's like when she beats a woman, she gets disqualified. When I beat a woman, not much happens. Yeah. 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 It's like it's it's. I think domestic abuse is okay. Never mind. I'm not gonna go into that. Terrible. Yeah, it's it, the whole movie was like it was kind of. I feel like it, like most of it was about like her life as a kind of like southern like redneck redneck um like figure skater who just like tries to overcome the fact that her mom's a bitch and that she's a terrible person and then her husband also abused her i think that the movie did really have a good theme because of that though because it talks about how underprivileged kids don't get that chance to make it out um and that it is a really bad cycle and it just happens over and over and over and i don't know i think margot robbie did a really good job at portraying what it looks like in adulthood what that might look like in a person they might look very irrational 
you might not know why they're doing the things they're doing. They seem very impulsive. And she just nailed it on the spot. I, I really I really think she did a good job at that. But that's my two cents on it. So, yeah, Devin's two cents. What did you guys think of the mother? I think we should point out the mother. Because mother was an interesting character. I, she really was. Like, I couldn't tell if I hated her or if I wanted to root for her. Or yeah, because she's like, I was. there were parts where it's like, is she being loving to her daughter? Or, like, is she not? Or, like, what's going on here? I, I don't want to play too much into the movie, but, like, I think that was also a good part in the movie because that's what abusive relationships between parents look like. Not Maybe not abusive, but definitely toxic relationships between parents. You question if your parent really loves you. And I think at the end of the day, while watching the movie, like, you can conclude that the mom was like trying to yeah, help her yeah, all along but, but then like the whole she just had a really rough way of showing it throwing <laughs> knives <laughs> at her daughter like yeah that was, that come was on terrible. like dude no, you can't do that you're not allowed to do that. but like i thought it was interesting especially when she came into like came into her house and was like i'm on your side and that turned out she had a wire yes i thought that was a really good part because it was like and then you never see her again there's no wrap up to the story but i think that's an important i think that's give up the mic carson carson needs to get back in i think that was an actually like a really good that that happened because it's a biopic it's she's it's in real life not everything is going to turn out like a movie where it's like she her mom gets back with her or like her mom is good okay so now carson i feel like has had yeah. something to say because she's oh, just staring yeah. also um according to an article that i read they actually weren't able to get the actual um real life mother for any of the interviews like they couldn't find her so they piece together of what interviews they had in the past to kind of write her story into the movie and also like you know how she had a bird on the on her shoulder yeah that was kind of wild that that actually happened like apparently in one interview she had a bird on her shoulder that's hilarious her yeah. mom was just a wild character she had a fur coat and that whole thing <laughs> she was just sitting there and then she's like yeah my life's good wearing a fur coat i hate my daughter but like that was i guess like it, quite it, literally like no that joke. was a, that was a different way of storytelling where it's like it's it has the um the interviews for yeah. each of the parts of the life. I thought that was really cool. And um it kind of I like I like when movies do creative oh, okay. things like that. Like I but yeah, I feel like it was almost what I feel like I'm, I'm trying to think of another movie that's done things like that. I feel like it gave me kind of like a five hundred days of summer type five. Five hundred days of summer? Have you seen that movie? No, I've never seen five hundred days of summer. It's a good movie. Um I think the movie does something really it's really creative. Yeah. It's really creative with its storytelling, and I feel like it, it, it reminds me of Itania in a sense. Um, completely different stories, but the, you know, the creativeness with the movie is what really sold me on both of them. I thought overall the movie was, mm. was a good movie, but, I mean, there were parts where it's like, I don't really like this. <laughs> Did you okay? Do you think the do you think it was a good movie or do you think it was a good biopic? Ah uh, well, I think or give it, your rating on both. I I will say that 
I like it. I think it's a good biopic, but I don't like how much she swears. I like that's kind of just that was like if 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 she didn't swear so much, I think that I would actually like kind of like that movie a lot more. Like cuz mm-hmm. at some point it just got annoying. Like right. at the, especially at the end when she's going, "That's my fucking story." It's like I didn't like that ending. I was like, "Nope." Nope, nah. that's not a good way to wrap it up. I mean, like, I guess the that's my story thing would have been interesting because she's given the whole interview and she's literally like she's giving like uh, what is it? She's giving like a speech while she's boxing. Right. And then she's like, That's my story and it's like that would have been a cool thing if she didn't swear. Like I think I feel like that in a movie you gotta know when to, you know, dial something down, when to make right. something important. You want, when to you wanna execute it the right way. Yeah. And I think you're right. Some some lines and some of the dialogue wasn't executed in the right way, which kind of waters a movie down a little bit, almost. It's like, oh, okay, like, I guess yeah, because the main like the main point of the movie was like a lot of it was dialogue, but a lot of it was wild stuff. And then I would like to touch on this: Margot Robbie's doing the figure skating. Was she? I don't know how they did that. She learned how to do it for the movie. Did she learn how to do a triple axel for the movie? I don't know. No, I think the triple axel was a stunt double, but I know she learned how to figure skate, like, basic stuff for the movie. Oh, wow. Well, I mean, Margot Robbie. Congrats to Margot Robbie. Yeah. A lot of actors learn, like, certain skills from movies. Yeah, think, did I you guys? for La La Land, um, Ryan Gosling learned how to play piano. Yeah. That oh. was... Same with um, Adrian Brody for The Pianist. The Pianist? And, um, Jenna Ortega just learned German and mm-hmm. she just learned what, um, was it fencing? Yeah. Who? Jenna Ortega New for Wednesday. Wednesday. On Netflix. You uncultured. <laughs> Wednesday oh, okay. Adams. I've um, heard a lot about that movie. I've just heard, I just, I thought that show. I just, I've heard they mentioned TikTok in it. And it's like, nope. And then Jacob's favorite actor, Timothy Chalamet, learned guitar for a Call Me By Your Name. Fucking hate Timothy Chalamet. <laughs> okay, you know what? Have I gone on this rant before on this podcast? I don't know. I, how much of I hate Timothy Chalamet? One thing about him that I really hate is specifically just like how they, how many shirtless scenes they do with him. I don't like the way he looks like that. I hate it. Okay, I know it might not be body positive. But fuck that guy. I hate him. Okay. Okay. So, like, let's do a little therapy session. Let's do the therapy session. What is it about Timothy Chalamet shirtless do you hate? I hate how much they they do that. It's like, if they're going to have an actor that that does certain things and acts like a child. (laughs) Like, the whole point of, like, a lot of his, like, things in movies is that he's, like, a kid. Yeah. Right? He's like a naive kid in Dune. He was a naive yeah. kid in French Dispatch. He was a naive kid. Stop trying to make him into a sexual icon. You know what? That's very fair, honestly. That's very valid. I See, and you know what? Now I'm glad we did the therapy session because yeah. we got the context. I feel like <laughs> things, though, things are sometimes better without context. Yeah, but like you would have gotten canceled I everywhere. Gotten canceled, <laughs> but, you know that's kind of the whole point of the show. It's true. The, we're speed running this. Where we're trying gentlemen. to get canceled, you guys. We are. We're Be- gonna, and then whoever cancels us, we're gonna be like, you don't like diversity. You are. Which is exactly canceled. why I like the shit on Carson because she doesn't. Carson is the one part about this podcast that hates diversity. How about let's go on about 
Do we have the? Do we have the? the I'm like, where's the paper? Where's it's the okay, paper, paper. We got it. We have structure now, ladies and gentlemen. Whoever's listening to this, and we, where I, I would like to know. I have thirty. We have thirty, like thirty, listeners. Thirty-seven listeners now. Really? Yeah. We went from eleven or seven to thirty-seven. Okay. So. Hello, Whoever's, we have a lot of people listening. People listening. Um, oh, should I get my number? <laughs> just have people text it. Oh, suggestions. And I was like, tell tell us what you think of it. Maybe we should have like. They're gonna know the area code though. That's the thing. The area code is a thing, and if they call it, they'll be able to see my the caller ID. <laughs> um, there's there has to be some type of website where like people could send like. Things to you. Like email? Should I get my email? No. Should I have people add me on Snapchat? No. Instagram? No. <laughs> no. Like, How should we should we have people write should we have a P.O. box? Should we get a P.O. box for the podcast? And you can mail us weapons and drugs what? and stuff. <laughs> it's, um, I they should be able to mail us weapons and drugs and Illegal things. I'm trying to think. What would be there has to we, be okay? So uh, the audience is an important. Is the you know what I'd say the audience is the is one of the members of the podcast. There are four people on this podcast. There are four entities, and the audience is one of them. That's true. The that audience is, very is one of this is part of this podcast. You Whoever guys are just as much a part of it uh, as you, we You've are. heard a lot about parasocial relationships. Have you heard about those? Yes. Whoever's listening to this, this isn't a parasocial relationship, if you're thinking. This is a social relationship. We are talking to you, and you only, okay? Whoever, uh, audience member, you are literally one of us. And I, you, whoever's listening, you know who you are. You matter. You matter, and you know who you are because it is you, person listening. Yes. You matter the most to us. What's How about next? let's talk about what's next? Characters. We have touched characters. My favorite character is definitely Sean, the the Down syndrome guy. My favorite character is the mom. It is the is mom. mom? Yes. I like how you guys are discussing favorite characters when they're real people. True. And, and your favorite character is a that domestic is so abuser, and then true. your favorite character is a guy who beat a woman. Yeah. That's that actually character. makes sense. Yeah. Ooh. That actually makes sense. Ooh. It does make sense. Yeah. Oh, she got you. I'm not going <laughs> to lie. She got Damn, you. Damn, Carson's, Carson's uh, throwing zingers. Red youth to filth. Okay, wait. Zingers <laughs> over here. And I think that actually brings up a very good point, though. And I want to talk about it. I want to talk about biopics and how people can get biopics almost confused with real life. Because biopics, you're seeing it on a screen. And you're usually watching fake characters, fake narratives, X, Y, and Z, whatever. Yeah. So when you have this real story or this 99% real story and this real narrative, you're you're almost bound to look at these characters as if they're characters when they're actual people. That's true. But we also have characters written down on the sheet right here. True. So, like, I'm not going to... Write down real people. I mean, I guess in, for the movie's sake, they are characters. Are they? Are, are they? I mean, like... With would, that, would that, yeah. Should that be our debate for the episode? 
So in a way, they are the characters of real people. So they're more like characters. As I in, say character like Carson's shows. character doesn't co- talk straight into the microphone. Like I tell her to. Okay, <laughs> and then okay, so take um Hamilton for example. I know how much you love Hamilton. I hate Hamilton. And um, so obviously they aren't the real people. They're not really supposed to. Re- they're. It's I'm a musical. They're kind of supposed to represent the real people. They're more the characters of Alexander Hamilton, the characters of Thomas Jefferson. Because obviously... Because they're singing, and they wouldn't do that in real life. Yeah. So, it's... So, the Hamilton fandom, I have mixed feelings about, because some people are, like, romanticizing, like, the the real people. So, but it's okay to be a fan of the character, but obviously they're not real people so yeah, just not, uh, you know separate actors yeah separate them from our yeah. terrible people it's so weird to think about in a way that we've gone so far as to like get entertainment from like real stories because carson actually like really just made me think like these like really were real people and like these lives were ruined and I don't know that I think that's just crazy to think about. Another example would be the movie Blonde that came out this year. I literally could Ooh. not finish the movie because it was just so bad. Yeah. Isn't like isn't depressing? Yeah, oh I mean, yeah, but also God. just it does not The thing is Marilyn Monroe obviously was a real person and the way that we see her or at least a lot of movies see her is just a sex symbol when she really was actually intelligent. They just don't represent her as well as you know she should be i think that's a really good example i saw blonde you saw blonde um it was a horrible movie <laughs> absolutely horrible i think i Tanya, and blonde are two different movies because i Tanya can tell a story a real story accurately and almost respectfully it was pretty respectful to what actually happened yeah and blonde on the other hand, was very disrespectful to Marilyn Monroe and her actual life and what she accomplished. And it completely fabricated everything. It sold itself as a biopic, well, which is very, you know... I guess maybe the like the thing with the two, the two people, Marilyn Monroe, being kind of... I mean, like, because Tanya Harding was kind of like a character. You could say that she was in her own right. You know how, like some people you meet it's like they're a character they're like they are interesting they they do all these different things they're they have an interesting life marilyn monroe i don't really know if she was that much of a character because tanya harding the whole thing about her was that she was like a redneck and she was just like a southern person who swore a lot and did a lot of like just went through a lot of domestic abuse and that was an interesting story i guess that you could like pretty easily make into a movie since her life is very interesting now i'm not i haven't even seen this movie but I mean, blonde, but like, I don't know if you could make really, could you really make Mon- Marilyn Monroe's life into a movie? That's the question. Could you make it into an interesting movie without embellishing like everything or like make like come disrespecting it? I, okay. So I think that this is, okay. I think that, I think that's a good point because Tanya Harding, for example, she was a figure skater and it was like a, an incident that was on the news i guess people heard about it whatever she's really Monroe famous yeah. is 
has kind of become a larger than life type of icon or image. Yeah. And I think that people think they have the right to almost embellish her story or do whatever with it because she doesn't seem as real as she might have seemed back when she was alive and relevant, you know, or as relevant, you know, the height of her relevancy, I guess you could say. I guess. Should we, um, let's leave it off at that end for the first part of this. All right, so let's see. We left off, uh, we were talking about characters and biopics and stuff. I think that was a good conversation. What was it? I wanted to point something out that was kind of funny. I forgot it. Yes. All right, cinematography. Let's go over cinematography. Cinematography was an interesting part. A lot of it was like, it would have parts where it's like, and then this happened. Or like they're narrating and then like the story would happen. I thought that was pretty good. And I thought the way they like portrayed everything through, I'll be honest, I don't even remember the cinematography. Like, what was it? Honestly, I thought, from what I remember at least, the cinematography was really fun in a way. It was kind of dull, but it had fun colors. Like, and I think that kind of fit the theme and the tone of the movie. Like, overall, the story is kind of dull. I'll but, like, it is a fun story at the same time, if that makes sense. Like, I guess. Maybe it's, like, it's depressing but fun. Right, guess, yeah. Where it's, like, it was, her life was terrible, but, like, she's got, she's, like, she's skating, you know? Right, she's skating. She's, she's doing going. her thing. You go, girl, you know what I'm saying? Slay <laughs> yeah. queen or whatever, the, whatever they girl say. Girl boss. Girl <laughs> boss. Whatever gay men and women say. Uh, our, our slang. Our, your slang? Dialogue. Yeah. Dialect. I I don't know. I think that it would be really interesting if I came out as gay as part of the podcast. Are you gay? No. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's, it's like, because the whole thing is like, it's just two white people and then you. <laughs> it's, true. It's not very so, diverse. True. I think, but you have to think about diversity and nuances. You got to think. How about, oh, yeah, nuances keep going. Okay, so like for example, Carson's white, but she's a woman as That's well. That's true. She's a woman, and then maybe gay or something. I don't know. Oh, I don't know if she's gay. She last episode she said she'd let whatever her name shoot her in the face. Nicole I mean, Kidman. But I feel like that is also a worldwide like we can all agree on that. Like, <laughs> that's that's true. Y- we can all we would all let Nicole Kidman shoot us in the face. I would. I would. Jesus Christ, she's talking about it. Maybe um, just once. Oh, well, <laughs> I guess just, it would only be once. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's true. Um, oh, hold on. It, I had some that was... I have no memory anymore. I have, I'm actually losing my grip on reality, I'm going to be honest I'm with you. I'm on the same level as you, Jacob. <laughs> I'm not going to lie. <laughs> I'm like, like, I'm literally losing my grip. I've been like... I, I actually... I probably have mania at this point. Mania? Mania, yeah. Ooh. I feel like... um. Yeah, no, I think I've always been crazy. Like, you think you've always been crazy? I, I think I'm just silently crazy, and I'm able to just, like, contain it, but it's just boiling. Yeah, it's you know boiling what I mean? there. I'm, I'm letting it all out right now. Are you? Right now. Right, right now? Open the floodgates. Okay. No, okay. I'm not. Okay, let's talk about, <laughs> let's, let's talk about this. Um, I actually noticed a part of this podcast that wasn't in 
I, Tanya, diversity. There was not, there was, was there a single black person? Oh, no. And honestly, I'm so used to it. I mean, so I guess it's kind of realistic, it. but like. I mean, I guess, okay, pertaining to the story, yes. Here's what I have to say about diversity. Okay, Especially take. In, Holo- in Hollywood. Okay. You're not going to see diversity in Hollywood that much. And right, when Chris, you do. And then take a mic. <laughs> we did. We did it without Devin one time. Remember that one time? We did. Well, I mean, Aww. okay, but it's Devin's episode. <laughs> I mean, it was your episode. <laughs> <laughs> oh, okay. Go ahead, Devin. I feel like I, Tanya, is... It, it is a story of a white woman, and she has white relatives, so I think, obviously, the lack of diversity in this movie might be a little bit more, like, you know, explainable. Yeah. It's a biopic, yeah. Right. It's a biopic. It, it's based on real events. Now, I think in other stories where, like, let's say this was more of a fictional tale rather than, yeah. like, a biopic, I think it would be good to call that out because you don't see diversity in Hollywood very much. I mean, I just feel like the actors aren't given the opportunities as same as white actors. And I've, I've had family members who've tried it. Um, I've had family members who've made some pretty good money in the entertainment industry. What have they done? They've done everything behind the scenes because they cannot go in front of the camera. Uh-oh. Like it's, actually insane well Devin here is a, is a camera camera maniac camera cannot specialist. get off the, the camera. camera yeah <laughs> jinx you owe me a soda. okay yeah but now Carson let's oh we were, t- we were talking about cinematography yeah Carson give us your oh, thing on the yeah. cinematography Carson's the always got weird takes on this one give us your hot take I have weird takes okay no um, she doesn't yeah I was gonna just say, just say something anyway, um, <laughs> um, I thought it was really good um I like like I said I like the interview um scenes and stuff i like how a lot of stuff was shot for shot of how they were like when they were live on television back in the day that was really cool like you know when she breaks her skate or no she didn't break her skate she was it was like untied but she couldn't skate and she was crying you know that actually happened it looked so real it It did they did that so well where they beat her of course (laughs) you would like that I was yeah, like, oh. of course, I would. <laughs> Carson just keeps saying, of course. And then I'm just going to be like, I admit it. I love that scene. That's my favorite scene of all of it. Okay, wait. I actually like the scene. My favorite scene. Maybe we should go over favorite scene. How about that? Uh, should that be part of it? I mean, I don't really have a favorite scene. but My favorite scene is when Sean, I, and they're at Sean's house, and he's just like, he's talking. They're like, it's it's been done, and they're watching it on the TV. And he's like, I'm keeping calm about this. My, <laughs> my, uh, my parents are... Uh, DVRing this over or like co- recording this over my favorite episode of Star Trek. That's crazy. I think that I think that's my favorite scene because you know what? I get it. <laughs> I get it. About Sebastian Stan's performance yet? Who? The guy who played Jeff. No, we haven't. He's great. No, as in, no, Carson isn't great because Sebastian he's talking Stan, away from the microphone. The guy, Bucky, like from Avengers. That was Bucky? Yeah. yeah. I didn't know that was Bucky. I was just that's that's um, it's an interesting one. I don't know. You just kind of look like average white guy. Yeah, he's just kind of like there was nothing really there. I mean, Margot Robbie, Margot Robbie's not the average white woman. She's amazing. She's amazing. Is Carson gonna make another? Uh, I want her to kill me joke or something here. I mean, if 
Margot Robbie's Harley Quinn wanted to hit me over the head with her bat, I would allow it. Yeah, Carson would allow that, ladies and gentlemen. Obviously, I think that's that, another that I would one. probably would too. But that's because I'm a straight white man. Which <laughs> is... <laughs> but it's an, another okay. universal one, I feel like. Speaking of Margot Robbie, I think Carson says. No, speaking of women hitting, killing me. <laughs> women killing Carson. Okay. How about we go over I, Tanya's okay. rewatchability? Devin, did you watch it twice? Yeah, I did watch it twice. All right, now give us give us your opinion on the rewatchability of this movie. I would honestly say that the movie is rewatchable. I think it is like a good film. I think they told the story the right way. It has a great execution. So I think you're able to rewatch it. Like if you see it on like cable, if you have cable, or if you see me, see it on like a streaming platform, I, I I press it if I'm bored. Nothing to do. Background <laughs> background TV. You know. I think that the movie, I'd probably it was just like an interesting movie, and it was just kind of well made. I don't know. It was. It was an interesting movie. Should we go over? Whether or not is it an interesting movie or is it an interesting story? Both. I mean, I guess both. Yeah. I would like to point out, me and Carson have actually been to the place. Kind was it was it act the? Yeah, I think it was. It was the real. It was I think the place that we went was. I at least what I researched. It was, was kind of confusing. Yeah, but like so. it was. That's where the North American International Auto Show was held. So like I don't know. I think that. Is the place? I thought it was interesting. I actually, you know what? When I walked through the halls of that place, I, I could feel Nancy Kerrigan. We're back. Let's do the your rating last because we always do the person whose episode. Oh yeah, last. true. So let's okay. get Carson's first. Carson, huh? do you want to come over here? Are you still editing? Okay, I'm gonna do it first. All right, I'll do well while she's editing and laughing her ass off at something. Apparently, okay. So if I were to rate the episode, <laughs> I would rate the movie at least. This episode is a zero out of ten, but the um, well, no, actually ten out of ten because it's Devin's episode. <laughs> but um, if I were to rate this movie, I'm gonna go with I'm gonna give it a, a solid eight. Really? Maybe a seven point five. The point five taken off because of all the swearing. Yeah, I give it like a solid seven. I'd watch it again. But you know, it's not my favorite movie in the yeah, world. Yeah, me neither. It's not. It's not my favorite movie. I'll say, uh, what did I? Ra- I don't even remember what I rated. See how they run. I yeah, had I don't even movies. remember. I think I rated that like a six, though. I'm nah. not gonna lie. I I do like this movie more than I like. That I, movie. It's fair enough. I mean, I I I, I do like, I Tanya, quite. I did like it quite a bit. Like I thought it was a good movie. It pulled me in. It was a good movie. I like. I just don't. I think since it's a biopic, that kind of waters the movie down almost, like because it's not like an original story that somebody just came up with. I will say that seven, and then for that, seven point five. Okay. I don't. That's kind of a personal part reason yeah. why, but you know, this movie. You know what, Devin? I'd say I appreciate the fact that you recommended it, and I appreciate the fact that we watched it. I want to go in. Should I go on a thing about the icons of the podcast? Oh, my God. <laughs> yeah, you can go on. Oh, yeah, we never explained them. Did we never explain that? Yeah, I'm the I'm the sunglasses, Carson's the editing, and then Devin's the king because <laughs> he's the homecoming king. And I'm the sunglasses because I'm cool. <laughs> you know what I'm gonna do? I think for the Christmas episode, I'm gonna put a uh, I'm gonna put Christmas hats on all the icons. That'd be kind of that'd be kind of cool. Oh, that's cool. I like that. 
A red background. Uh, I don't want it because I have to change the gradient. Then gradient was kind of a pain in the ass to Isn't ground it us. Green? It's green and like turquoise. Yeah. Change the text to red. Yeah, I could change the text to red, but I don't know if it'd look good. Cause like I don't know, I spent like a decent amount of time on that. I did all this crazy stuff with Photoshop. You see, I'm the one who runs the apps. I'm the mastermind behind this podcast. Yes. Jacob is the pure mastermind. So, but in the end, Carson is the one who writes it. So any offensive things said, Carson takes credit for. I'm reading off a script that Carson writes. Should we? We haven't gotten Carson's Would no a one, rating. No on one. It. Carson, can you come over here real quick? <laughs> Just give us a rating real quick and why. So, Carson, what is your rating? Oh, okay, now that he's gone, he has kidnapped me and Carson. We are in his basement right now. Oh, my God. I know what's so scary. I'm so scared. We cannot get out. Jacob has kidnapped us. S-O-S. Save our souls. But what's your rating on the movie? Okay, rating, um, ooh, that's hard. Probably 7.5 or an 8 out of 10. Okay. I thought it was pretty good overall. Um, it's not amazing. I mean, it has a. I mean, I wouldn't call it like amazing, amazing, but you know, it's pretty good. I think it was a pretty good movie too. Like I was just telling Jacob, like, it it was a, it was a good movie. It was a solid movie, and I'd watch it again. But I don't think it, I would call it one of my favorite movies in the world. You know, but yeah, yeah. I think it was a good movie too. So, well, I recommend watching it, you guys, if you haven't. Margot Robbie's amazing in it. Oh, why did you uh, pick that movie of all movies? Honestly, it was the one movie that really kind of stuck out to me as a movie that like we could cover on the podcast. I haven't heard much I haven't heard much commentary on this particular movie. So that's why I was like, "Oh, I feel like it's something that we could talk about and other people probably haven't heard our opinions before." So What do you um what do you think we should do for our Christmas episode? I think for our Christmas episode, I well, okay. My first movie was Home Alone. If since you guys can't see us, there is another classmate, like literally mouth whispering Home Alone, <laughs> eight <laughs> feet away. <laughs> but um, yeah, no, like I, I, I really want to do that movie because I think I want our main debate of the episode to be. Um, what makes a good Christmas movie? And actually, real fast, do you think Die Hard is a Christmas movie? I've never seen Die Hard, so I can't give my opinion. Okay. Because if Die Hard isn't considered a Christmas movie, it takes place on Christmas. It isn't about Christmas. But you know what else takes place on Christmas and isn't it about Christmas? Home Alone. So if you were to say that Die Hard isn't a Christmas movie, then neither is Home Alone. But then you also have to think about it like no Christmas story, t- like, actually is really like technically about christmas but it also is like all about christmas too i think like the like the main central like plot of the story is like revolves around christmas but it's not necessarily christmas yeah even like christmas songs too yeah like um wham's last christmas is not about christmas it's about yeah so i just think that like anything revolves around christmas it's a christmas movie yeah Oh, the Frozen is not a Christmas movie. It doesn't even have anything to do with Christmas. So if people say that's a Christmas movie, they're wrong. Who says Frozen is a Christmas movie? I really hope people don't say that. Surprisingly, quite a few people. Wow, really? I don't like that. Yeah. Oh. I feel like it's like a Thanksgiving movie. Does that make sense? I guess. Like. Or a winter movie. Right, just like a winter movie. Yeah. Yeah, when it snows out. Frozen. Okay. Question: Frozen or Moana? Moana, hundred percent. 
Yeah, I'm the same boat. Yeah. I'm in the same boat. Same with Tangled. Tangled's better than Frozen. Encanto's better than Frozen. Ooh, I've never seen Encanto. Was that so good? good? It's so good. If, you, if you're uh, a theater kid, you'll love it. I heard a l- my brother went and saw it with my nephew. He really liked it. He was like, it's a great movie. So now I kind of want to watch it. Jacob's going to be editing this. And it's just gonna work. I know. He's going to be like, what are they talking about? Yeah. <laughs> well, Jacob... Hi. He's gonna cut all of it out and put like He's an offensive joke. Like <laughs> He's back too. Speak of the devil. Yes. How we was did it? have a good conversation. It was civilized, civilized and peaceful. Well, that's lame. So and diverse. Because <laughs> it's a, it's it's a, it's, a, it's, a, it's more diverse than just a white man and <laughs> a white man and sitting here riffing about bisexual Tanya. Was she bisexual? No, I was just like, what about I, Tonya? How about by Tonya? Which is like bisexual. No. Okay, so let's I go. Feel, I feel like you were going to turn that into like by Carly. And I was like, oh. No, I don't even know. <laughs> I don't even know what that is. But um, I, Carly? <laughs> how about. Okay, so let's go on about what movie we should watch for our Christmas. Okay. Let's announce first that we're going to have the next episode is going to be Christmas themed since we're getting so close to, you know, the holidays, ladies and gentlemen. Holidays are something that are very important to everyone. And I love the holidays, especially as a Jewish man. I have no idea when Hanukkah is, to be honest with you. Isn't it nine days? Like it's not eight days long. It's eight days I don't know long. When it starts, though. But like. Okay, so like I like I'm curious what what do you guys like do during how do you guys celebrate the eight days? Just light candles, I think. I don't know. Every day you light another candle or something. So like you got like this thing. You know what a menorah is, right? You've seen him. Yeah. So you take that motherfucker. You put one on the first day. You put two on the second. Day, yeah, just keep going and. Oh, okay. And yeah. then you like drink or something. That's what I do. Uh, do you guys get presents? I think my grandparents do, but like I mean, everybody talks about eight days of presents or something, and it's like that because I think it's kind of the Adam Sandler bit, but you don't get that. If you did get, if you did get eight days of presents, it'd be like it'd be lame stuff. Like one present a day. Yeah, it'd be like they give you like like a like a pair of socks, and then the next day it's the 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 second pair of socks that came with the box, Mm -hmm. and then it'd be the third day it'd be like you get like a dreidel or something. I don't know. Dreidels are. Are wild. I'll stand by dreidels. I love dreidels. I love those things. I'm spinning them. You know what I'm saying? I like waffle on this one account on Instagram that does all these like it's like token Jew. It's this like weed Jewish account that just like does all these weird things where they take like they'll spin like a dreidel, but that like it eventually like lights a like lights a blunt. <laughs> what? It's like it's like this like they makes all these Jewish things with like smoking weed and it's hilarious. I don't know. <laughs> I think um what does Eric Andre reposted something of theirs one time when I saw it. But how about let's talk about what we're doing with the Christmas episode. And I believe Carson's just standing there, so Carson can come by and then discuss it if she like. Um Well Well we could already talk about I mean it is the Christmas episode, but do we have to do a Chris I, I would like to do a Christmas movie. I don't think there's a single Hanukkah movie, so I don't think that matters. Honestly, is a Hanukkah movie. There isn't a Hanukkah movie. Are you positive? I'm positive. Okay, so if I look up Hanukkah movies, you're not right gonna there. find any. I'm 100% positive. You don't even have to look it up. When oh. I did you find any? 15 best movies to watch during Hanukkah with the whole fam. Oh God. Okay, let's see. So, let's do for our for our Christmas episode. 
What movie do you want to do? I think Hanukkah. We we don't have to do a Hanukkah movie. That's stupid. Because everybody knows Christmas movies. So there's Full Court Miracle. It's a Disney movie, so it'll probably be on Disney Plus. Uh, the Hebrew Hammer. All I Want Is Christmas. Hanukkah. <laughs> Little Fockers. Jaws because it's made by Steven Spielberg. Hitched for the Holidays. The Night Before. That's a great movie. Have you seen that movie? Night Before Christmas. The Night Before. Not the no. Night Before Christmas. Okay, let's wrap the episode up, Jacob. Let's start the let's wrap the episode up with a discussion on how what we're gonna watch for Christmas. Get Me over and here, Carson already talked about it. Carson wants to watch Die Hard. I want to watch Home Alone. And what do you want to watch? I want to watch. I don't know. So do we should we do Die Hard? Pick up the microphone. I swear to God. <laughs> Okay, so last for we either we should do a Die Hard thing, or we should do Home Alone, or we should do like a random Christmas movie. Okay, how about Die Hard? Okay, let's do. Okay, let's in the end let's watch Die Hard and discuss whether or not it's a Christmas movie. I think that's the perfect debate. Okay, and then we'll make jokes about how it's um, dying with an erection. Okay. Uh, well, okay. that concludes, yeah, our, that episode. concludes our episode. Um, no, no. Yeah, Devin, do the outro for us. I'm Devin, and your host for today's episode. It's last was, name, and that's a beep that. Oh, <laughs> sorry. I'm Devin Bleep, and yeah. um, I'm gl- so glad to be your host. It joined with Carson, the lovely Carson, and the the most beautiful princess ever, Jacob. I am oh, a Jacob Bleep, and Jake, uh, that is that concludes <laughs> our episode. Yeah, Carson. <laughs> Or whatever it is. Carson Bleep. I don't know how to pronounce Carson's last name. What are you, French? Boom, boom.